0: Hey, VergeCast listeners, this is Dieter. Uh, We don't normally do this, but at CES, we decided to do a little roundtable with some YouTubers that we like. And we had a really good discussion about what they were interested in at CES and how they do their job as like YouTube people rolling the floor at CES uh, all by themselves. So we figured you might want to listen to it, so we're tossing in the feed. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming to the Verge Lounge. We're sponsored by Ford. They have a Mustang. Uh, We have been doing uh, VergeCasts every day, and we thought it might be fun to... Do another one but make it sort of a special edition so we're calling this a verge round table and uh rather than the standard verge crew we've got some of our friends who are what would you call you guys youtube famous youtubers also super hardcore into gadgets unapologetically just love them some gadgets so we thought it might be cool to just sort of hang out talk about the gadgets that we saw at the show and how things are going Um, So I am Dieter Bone. I'm the executive editor for TheVerge.com. And uh, let's go around the table. You guys introduce yourselves.
1: Uh, My name is Marquez. Uh, I make YouTube videos, as we all do. Uh, YouTube.com slash MKBHD. That's about it.
2: Yeah, my name is Austin Evans. I make videos that are slightly less good as Marquez. (laughs) And uh, my channel is Austin Evans. I also make videos. John, short for Jonathan. I like
3: the Bulls. And uh, youtube.com slash TLD. Can we talk about this hat that you're wearing briefly <laughs> before we get into gadgets? I wasn't prepared for that, but no. we can. It, it,
0: it's a very nice hat. Are, are, is it not hot walking around the show floor wearing that thing? It's, it's comfortably cool right now.
2: Yeah, okay. It's actually nice here, yeah.
0: It's a good hat. Uh, so, yeah, we're walking around the show floor. What have you guys, what, like, how's the show floor been for you? Is it, does it seem super crowded? Does it seem, are people like, costing you everywhere? Or are you just sort of just having a good time or what?
1: I, this is my third CES, Okay. and I feel like every year you try to—you have a different strategy. I guess for a one-man band, you kind of have a different strategy of what you want to see. Uh, I'm surprised there's this many people here on today. Yeah. Usually, it's slowed down by now, so I yeah. guess I would say yes, it's more crowded than I thought it would be. Uh, but I've made my way around all three centers. I've seen a lot of stuff. I don't know if you guys have any specifically awesome things that you want to talk about that you saw. So I
2: was a little bit behind, but I finally just played with Gear VR about an hour ago. What do you think? I was really surprised. So really I've funny. been a guy who's, I like, I tried Oculus, the original, I loved it, you know, the developer kit 2, Morpheus, I just played with the Razer OS VR and all these things and they're great and they're great. And then I put on Gear VR with, like, very low expectations, like, ah, oh, it's just a phone, like, yeah. Google Cardboard is cool, but it's like, you know, whatever. So I was expecting something like that. And I was really impressed. I, there was a game, I'm not entirely sure what the name of the game was. It was like a spaceship shooter and basically the entire controls were like, you're just constantly moving forward and you move your head and you're able like, because there are no tethers with Gear VR, you can like spin the chair around, do everything, and you're always flying in whatever direction. And there's right. just a little touch pad on the side that you can uh, shoot stuff with. I just want
1: footage, the footage that I was <laughs> shooting was hilarious. I was finding people who were doing random VR things and they were just kind of like, you know, moving around and it looks weird, but playing this game, you're flying forward and you're just kind of looking at things that pass you, but you're uh-huh. in a swivel chair. So you're actually like swiveling around really fast and impossible to hold focus. Looking it ridiculous. Like it. Yeah.
2: Making uh, it easy for you.
0: Do you guys find that there's enough content, enough stuff to do in VR to hold your attention beyond a tech demo?
2: Ask that man. He's no. the VR master. No. Not yet. I mean, I've, I have the Oculus, the developer kit 2, and I play with it sometimes, but... I mean, unless you're really into like you know the all the demos and all of, like the little things, like a lot of the games I've played with are very much like the okay, look, this is a game we ported it over to Oculus. It works. It's kind of cool. It's a better experience, but not. It's not quite there yet for me. So right. for me, it's definitely in the the tech demo, the kind of the hey look. Look, you got like a friend over or something, play with this, look how cool this is, and you put it in the closet for like another month or something. Right.
0: The, the most fun thing to do with VR is hand the goggles to somebody and watch them use yeah. VR. Right.
2: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: not my line. I stole it from Addy Robertson. I can't take credit <laughs> for that's that. That's true. Um, so, you guys do a bunch of phone stuff, right? I, I, that's like, I love watching your phone videos. Uh, not much in the way of phones. No, G Flex 2. G Flex 2, and yeah. then a the whole easily. lot of not G Flex 2.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that was easily the most. Uh, that was the most requested thing I've heard people that want to see a video about is that phone and then little murmurings of other things. Right. But phones, you see the bigger phones getting their own events, their own announcements. Uh, So CES has become a place for the lesser known brands and lesser known phones to rise up from where they were before.
0: So what did you guys think of the G Flex 2? Did you like it? I thought it was really comfortable. I mean,
1: it reminded me of the uh, Galaxy Nexus. Yeah, same, same.
0: Exactly the same. Yeah. And it, it, it feels kind of restrained to me, like they, like LG's figured out that they can just, you know, it, it, it's an ostentatious phone, right? It's a giant curved phone, which is crazy. But they, it's not like blinged out, look at me, I'm full of chrome. It's just sort of a chill, cool phone.
1: I think that's good for it. Yeah. If they want to make this a phone that people actually want and want to buy, it's a yeah. lot closer to what the LG G3 looked like. And I think that was a really popular phone. It doesn't have the same, you know, beautiful tiny bezels, but it looks like, like I said, people were saying it looked like a OnePlus One, and it looked like a uh, LG G3 on the back. And those are phones that people already like using, so. The G3 from before was huge, and this is actually a smaller phone, which makes it, I guess, easier to pocket, easier to hold up to your
2: face without looking ridiculous. So, I actually haven't seen the G Flex 2 yet, but I did play around with the original G Flex. Is the screen any better? Because that was the big thing for me. The screen was a little rough on the original G Flex. The
1: screen of the last G Flex was a big plastic AMOLED 720p screen. Yeah. And the screen of the new G Flex is a slightly smaller, slightly less curved 1080p display. Okay. I think it looks a lot better. Cool. Yeah, for sure
3: two thumbs up
0: (laughs) okay so what else what else you guys find on the show like what's your what's your favorite gadget we should we should go around the table and do favorite thing at the show uh
3: the most fun i've had here is actually off the floor was uh where's sam he'll agree with me the z board Two. yeah talk to me about that no that was sick um so it's lighter faster charges faster and uh like i've played with it before and i've kind of been okay with it yeah but this was the first time i've got to use it like as transportation so like we're going to downtown vegas and um, I could really see it uh, being a means of transportation. Um, so that was kind of cool because we get so discombobulated with tech and chargers and headphones. So it's kind of cool to bring that tech into something that you can go outside and mm-hmm. like, get a little air right yeah. around. So that's probably the most fun I've had at CES so far. So,
0: is it, so I'm a giant klutz. I, 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 I tripped on the way uh, over here on the thing. I, I, I can't do anything. And I used to skateboard when I was a kid, but I don't now. Is it any easier to handle a skateboard?
3: Kill I, I mean, I think uh, because it's it's a little more intuitive. It seems like if you have just the slightest amount of like foot coordination, that's, <laughs> that's all you need. So I'm out. But, I mean, you're in, maybe. <laughs> but I, I don't ride a skateboard, and like five minutes in, like we were flying down the streets.
0: Yeah. How
3: fast were you going? The new one goes up to 24 miles per hour. Whoa, whoa, so that's fast. Yeah. Yeah, I almost took an old lady out. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know it happens sometimes yeah, you know, it's worth it i had to bail on it so it was the lady or the board so
1: you can bail at 25 miles an hour <laughs> yeah i was about to <laughs> say whoa
3: uh, i wasn't going 24. it can go up to right I, mean, I think maybe sam will go 24. i'll keep it like at 15.
1: <laughs> yeah no. know one of my favorite things that i saw i actually like to talk about two things there's a bmw stuff that was outside in that tent yeah and then there is some 8k tvs i saw today didn't think i'd think that much of them but as for as much as I see 4K stuff and 4K TVs, the 8K TVs looked a lot better than the really? 4K TVs. Yeah. And these were at like 89, 90-plus-inch TVs from 10 feet away Yeah. and looked a lot better than 4K TVs. So
0: what kind of stuff were they showing? Uh, like-
1: They're showing these slideshows. They had this one text demo where you could read a whole bunch of text, and at the bottom there was this tiny text. And you could literally walk all the way up to the TV and read the text on the screen if you wanted to. Right. That was cool. And basically photo slideshows because at 8K... No one has 8K video, but you can show these 25. Well, actually, they did have some 8K video. They had some from this one Japanese 8K camera that's somewhere in Asia right
2: now. That there are four. They <laughs> four of them exist, and like one Japanese news agency has three of them. Yeah. And they like <laughs> bought all their footage from them. But it looks awesome when Crazy. you actually see it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that actually looks significantly better than 4K. It's so super expensive, though. Who yeah.
0: wins a TV battle this year? Mm. I, I have my guess, but I'm curious to hear what
2: you guys. See. There's a lot of cool stuff at Sharp. Not uh-huh. none of the TVs that I think are like coming out that were really that impressive like, but they had a lot of different interesting panels. Like they had the one that wraps around the pole. Like I think it was like a I'm going forget it. But it was like it was a super like hard bend around the pole. They had some of those like completely uh, bezel-less displays like okay. for like yeah, gauges and that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Um, they had a 120 inch 4K TV. Um, they had the 8K stuff. A lot of that stuff. I don't know if I could pick a single thing, but they had a lot of really interesting stuff. And a lot of it was just like, "Look, this is a concept. If people actually want to buy it, you know, let us know. We might make it happen." But it's more just like, "Hey, look, we can do this now. You know, See hit us up. You want some? Yeah. We got them." Um.
0: I think I like the the new Samsung TVs the best. Uh, I mean, the the one that eBay designed is just amazing. Um, but I was expecting this quantum pixel technology to just be a complete and total nothing. I expected it to be just, you know, a gimmick, and it didn't. I wouldn't be able to see the difference. But I feel like I could. I feel like it got closer to the dream of having an LCD panel that looks more like plasma. Yeah. Did you guys see, check that, those out? I did a video on it.
1: That was uploaded last night, just explaining what it does and what it is. But I saw some some Samsung Quantum Dot TVs that looked really good. Unfortunately, I couldn't see them next to a regular LCD TV. Right. So, of course, it looks great in the demo. The <laughs> yeah. footage looks amazing, but how much different is it really? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was going to say Sharp had a little bit of everything at their booth. They had that 8K. They had OLED. They had a lot of curved TVs, a lot of flat TVs. I saw a lot of curved TVs. Yeah, it's a lot of curves.
0: A lot of curves. Uh, I have not heard a single television producer utter the words "3D" once. Nobody's like it, they all might be, but uh, from what I've seen, they're all like pretending like it never happened. No, so
3: there's one. like here and there the the occasional like glasses free 3D, yeah. Yeah. but
2: like it's dead. Huh. I'm happy. I'm happy. It's yeah. gone. Yeah, it was never that great of an idea. <laughs> it was just you know, guys. Idea. Come on. Let's just oh, that in looks the movie awesome yeah.
1: OLED, yeah, yeah. No. OLED? Yeah. beautiful. Really? Yeah. OLED is the future of TV. It's the future Whoa. because it's too expensive, okay. but it looks so much better than everything else. The blacks. the Also, I saw these the BMW uh, M4 in their booth had these OLED taillights. And the thing I think of when I think of OLED, because I'm messing with so many phones, is not very bright. Right. Because OLED yeah. tends to not be as bright. But then I look at these OLED TVs, and they look awesome. And they have... You know, pitch black blacks and these vibrant colors and super awesome contrast ratios. So I'm I'm a fan of the OLED TVs.
2: Uh, we never got around to your favorite gadget. Was it the gear? It was the gear as well as those two. Yeah. The BMW stuff was. There's a lot of really cool stuff on the. I don't know. I think my favorite thing was in the BMW booth. They actually had these. I think it was they had the i3, which was not only driver. Well. Driverless. Basically, you could hit, like, the button on your smartwatch and actually be able to see, like, okay, look, I want the car to come up and pick me up. And so right. just you see it driving, like, the wheel spinning, like, by itself and everything. Dude, and then also the weird. crash avoidance. The crash avoidance is wild. The i3 had the best demos of anything. Yeah, they had yeah, the one the smartwatch
1: thing that summons the car. I sat in the back seat of it. And basically the lady like, closed the door behind me, so I got the camera set up, and I was waiting for it to like get summoned, yeah. and basically the wheel snaps into place, and it slowly starts rolling, and that was weird, because I was in the backseat of a completely unmanned car. Yeah, You don't think that's going to be uh, something you're going to do, but it, it was awesome. And then the crash avoidance thing, where basically I sat next to the guy who pointed the car at a barrier, floored it, and didn't let go, and we didn't crash into it. It slowed itself down, ah. stopped. Uh, and he showed me he after we stopped he yeah. floored it a couple more times and the car didn't move so that was pretty awesome. That's
0: wild. Yeah, man. Okay, so mine, um, because I have a huge long history and I'm a big dork, is probably the WebOS watch. Have you, okay. you guys? It's like it it's yet. out on the in the parking lot. Audi showing it. And they're showing it. You know, they can unlock the car or whatever. So uh, wait, Audi is the first one to show this off? Audi is the first one to show it off. They first showed it off. They wouldn't say what it was. Everybody assumed it was Android Wear, and then somebody reported it was Android Wear, and then um, my old guys back at Android Central went out there and like went into the settings, and it's WebOS. Whoa! Yeah. Um, and you know, it probably won't come out for forever. It, they've got to do a bunch more work on it. Um, but uh, it was really fast. It had a really nice screen. Um, and it's just, you know, I've got nostalgia because I'm a big old Palm fanboy. So
2: Yeah. And also the Palm brand. So I was bringing up a oh, lot about this. Don't even... <laughs> He's going to leave. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't say anything. No, no. no.
0: It's so, yeah, we talked a little bit <laughs> yesterday. So it got sold to Alcatel, or no, TCL, and they make Alcatel phones, and they just want to like have people help them figure out what to do with it. So they haven't
2: actually announced anything. They just bought the name, like, hey guys, what's up now? They
0: bought the name and said, "We tell us what to do. We don't know. We know you guys love Palm.
2: Wow. Nah. It's a good strategy. So, was there anything else besides the name that they bought? Like, there's not much left of them, right?
0: Because WebOS went to LG, and they're making smart watches and TVs with it. Um, And all the patents went to Qualcomm, and you know, all the employees left. So, what's What's left?
2: So it's it's just the name. Wow. I wonder what's left of that name. Like, how? I feel like some people will probably know it, but I I don't know how much value really is in that name.
0: Yeah, I I think that um, old dudes like me uh like take like you guys like you, you guys are like blackberry has got some really hardcore fans right like take that and cut it by like a quarter and that's probably it but the problem is you can't really use palm or WebOS devices anymore so they're they're dwindling really fast so there's just not that many fans that's yeah. a sad
3: story <laughs> endangered species yeah <laughs> uh, have you guys heard that you can buy a fake apple watch like yes here, here? yeah it's like 35 bucks i think it's somewhere like, like a I dummy. Can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it functional? Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: no, I, it's like, it like tells the time. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't had a chance to go see it. We're gonna, we're actually gonna put a story up about, there's a few of them out there.
3: Yeah, I need to try to hunt yeah. one down. Yeah. Should do a video about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. All right. Uh, oh wait,
0: craziest gadget. So my craziest gadget, uh, I didn't get to see it, but it was, um, it's a Band-Aid that you put on a baby. And then it tells the temperature of what the baby Whoa. is for over the course of like twenty four hours. So if your kid has a fever, instead of like freaking out and checking the baby's temperature every five minutes, you can freak out every three seconds. It has a battery. Does it have a battery in it? Yeah, it's just a, it's a disposable thermometer that you stick to a kid, and it will last for twenty four hours. Whoa! All right, it's like kind of a good idea, but also kind of a freaky idea because the kid will be a obs- upset. You'll become obsessed with the, is your kid.
2: Okay, right. yeah. but
0: I suppose it's better than like you know, t- just having a thermometer um, all yeah.
2: the time. Yeah. So. See, I was about to say, we were over, we were Marquez and I, just like an hour ago. The telepresence. Over. Yeah, so you know those, those telepresence oh robots oh, yeah. that are like when you go around? Well, there's like a 20-foot tall one of those driving around their booth.
1: It was good, though, because you didn't <laughs> notice it at first. There was all these telepresence robots that are like five feet tall, and are yeah. kind of talking to these people, they have the webcams. And you're rolling around like, all right, I guess I kind of understand this booth. And then you hear a voice from, like, the ceiling. And you look, and you just see these big wheels. And there's a gigantic one rolling around, I guess, just trolling like people. The jolly,
2: the jolly green telepresence robot. The most, it was weird. The ridiculous thing I may have ever seen at CES, period. Wow. Like, there's a guy looking up. It like, and then, like, there's a camera, like, facing down. So, like, the guy, like, you see he's, like, on the screen up top. Yeah. And he can, he's looking down at you, and he's, like, moving towards you. And you're just like, there's this giant robot coming towards you.
0: It sounds terrifying. It's
2: weird. <laughs> I, that, that wins
3: for me. You see anything wild, Jonathan? Crazy wild. Uh, they have vibrating Bluetooth-controlled
0: underwear. Is that it's for real? Does that do for what I think it
3: does? And is yes. For? It, yeah. And, and also a couple's ring.
0: Tell, tell me that they didn't have
3: like a demo station. <laughs> the lady was straight-faced, like giving you the talk, like you you can apparently control it halfway around the world. So. But but three-quarters of the way around the world, not so much, just half. I get it. So that was definitely the the craziest, weirdest thing. But, like, they're selling that stuff. Yeah.
0: All right. Wow. Wow. DES. No, gadgets are back. There's all kinds of weird gadgets. It's like people have figured out that they can, like, cram things together, put a tiny little chip on it, have it talk to the cloud, and just make weird stuff again. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Um,
2: And terrifying. Yeah.
0: So what's your guys' strategy for covering the show? Like, for The Verge, it's shock and awe. We've got a huge team. We've got a huge, great video team. And so we just descend upon the show and go every which way. But, you know, you guys don't have huge teams. And so I'm sure everybody's really curious to know, like, when you come in at the show, what's your tactics for, you know, finding the thing you want to find, showing your fans the things they want to see?
1: Yeah, I so yeah, as far as I know, most of us shoot our videos by ourselves, so we're used to being a one-man crew, so yeah. we come out here and there's a ton of stuff to shoot, you have to find other ways to do it, so we're collaborating with each other. We're each other's oh, really? cameraman, we're each other's sound guy, uh, we give each other ideas, we collaborate on other stuff like that, so it kind of works, helps to have other people who are like-minded, maybe now we don't work for the same company and are part of a video team, but it kind of works that way where we know what each other likes because we make tech videos all
2: the time. Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like yesterday we went and we pretty much spent all day shooting a couple of videos on your channel. Like it's it's nice yeah. to be able to have a Some backup, you know, like usually we're all by, by ourselves and it's like, oh, I've got to go focus the camera. But like we're all just roaming around looking for cool stuff to do. I think for me, especially considering that we are by ourselves and that we're, we're having to do everything ourselves. It's like there's very limited times. So it's like, OK, try to find those few things that are worth doing the videos because right. like, it's like I can't do. I mean, I still I, one sp- editor. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm yeah. this is day three. and I have one video up. So it's like and rrr. hotel Wi-Fi and oh. hotel Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. Cause we should talk about that. You should mention what, what happened, what it took to get that MKBHD video up last night.
1: Well, it wasn't that bad of a story. Basically, I had a 900 megabyte file to upload, and the hotel internet is three down, one up on Wi-Fi, if it's working well. Yeah. So I, got, I started uploading this file, and it said something like 99 minutes left, and then I tethered on lose iPhone for a while with which was getting like seven down and up on T Mobile. Oh wow. So that shortened the process by a
2: lot. But yeah, but it also took ten hours to render that video. It did take yeah. ten hours to render that video on
0: a dual core MacBook. Wow. Worth it. So the the trick I've learned is uh Get if you can get into the press room, or you can wheedle your way into the press room, which is a thing I did the first my first year. Yeah. Um, get there at like seven a.m., which is when it opens, and they I, they probably still have it. You know, they've got laptop stations, they've got a printer, which is insane. But there you go, if you need to print something. Uh, but then they usually have got at least one row of desktop computers. Walk up to one of the desktop computers and just you know steal the Ethernet.
1: Ah, yeah, there you go. Don't yeah. tell usually, I said that. Usually you're finishing editing, and you've, you've done everything, you're done editing, and you just want to upload on the spot. Yeah, right. So wherever you are, just go. hit that upload button, yeah, yeah. and that uh. can put you at some weird spots.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing, too, is that it's nice being able to be a little relaxed because I think so, everyone out here is just, like, shoving videos everywhere. So right. it's kind of cool being able to, like, pick and choose and maybe not rush it out. Because I, everybody's going to see the videos from every other tech blogger on the planet. So right, right. You can kind of pick and choose what's good and then really put the time and effort to make that worth watching. And I, I think that's really the approach that every single one of us takes.
2: And yeah, because, I mean, you look at, like, I was looking at your sub box the other day, and it was just like, there's like 500 Well, my sub box is, is a collection of things around CES
1: So if I've heard that something's at CES, like LGG Flex 2, and I go (laughs) to my sub box and I see that first video on it, the other nine videos about the LGG Flex 2 are probably the same video. So I'll just kind of watch the one that's there and then just leave. (laughs) Uh, So when we're making content, we're kind of thinking, I want to add something to that, but I don't want to make the same video. So we're just trying to find other ways to add value, add information, add an experience. That's why we're collaborating, having other opinions about stuff. So that's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, Doing the interesting, unique stuff is always...
3: I think, too, though, uh, like it's always that saying, like surround yourself with people better than you. Like it's cool. Like, You just want to be around talented people yeah. to step your game up. So I think that's the biggest thing that we've learned collaborating is like just vamp off each other and it ends up making better videos.
0: Yeah. So, do you guys find you're like uh, editing differently? Like, I don't know. I, like, actually, let me ask a better question. How do you shoot VR and have it not just be, uh, you know?
2: Dude, going like this. Oh, that's that's it. That's that's all it, that's that's all all that's all it is. That's yeah, I mean, all you go, can wider. Do. Just get go wider. Just get wider. That's it. Yeah. Just pan out. Pan out. Yeah, yeah zoom I mean, all the for, way out. for something like that, you're just gonna have to talk about it. Like, look, yeah. this was good. This was bad. This is how it feels. I mean, that, that's that's kind of a hard thing to get across on video. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, I think people get it. I mean, people have kind of got an idea of how it works, and you know, some people may have tried this or you know tried like Google Cardboard or something. So like, usually they'll have an idea of what you know VR is gonna look like. But it's not. It, not the easiest thing for sure right. you know? yeah I found that all the VR stuff
1: I've tried if it's not Oculus it's behind Oculus right the Oculus stuff yeah. from his experiences were awesome and then the other stuff I think I don't want to even name drop but like Razer's right. demo was just not good Nope. It was bad. Well, I mean, I'll give them some
0: credit. <laughs> and it's a like, first try. I understand but that. Th- it, aren't they trying to say that like this is just like a, a development kit? So proof can build of concept. Right? So here's a here's a bad one that we built. Try and build something. And you better. know, what? it feels yeah. a lot
2: like the original Oculus. It feels oh, like really? they're yeah, like they're kind of starting from the same spot of you know where let's let's give this a try. The hardware's not finished, and you know there's there's a lot still to be worked out. But right. yeah, I mean, it's it's decent. But I mean, you know, it's the Oculus. They're it's they're great. massive. I mean, have you seen the Oculus booth? I have not. It's huge. I've
0: been af- I've been afraid to go there because I know I'll get lost, and I haven't set up an appointment to to see
2: it yet. Oh yeah, there's yeah. like a two hour line to, yeah, to, yeah. to play right now. Yeah, like last year they were in a little tiny meeting room. I remember we we took a look at it and did a little video, and now it's just like they have the one of the huge booth. It's like all the way up to the ceiling. It's just like wow, there You got that Facebook money. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> 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 that's what it is. Yeah, but.
0: Well, guys, I think we are close to wrapping up, so I wanted to give you a chance to like just talk about your channels a little bit, uh, just because you know we're gonna put this out on The VergeCast and people might not be familiar with you. So maybe you know plug yourself again, but actually talk a little bit about the, the kind of stuff that you do and how to find you, where you are on Twitter, that whole jam.
2: Oh me? Oh yeah. You. Uh, yeah so you guys can find me uh, Austin Evans on YouTube. Uh, I pretty much just do videos on technology in general. I do a lot of like PC gaming stuff, so I show like how to build computers and whatnot, but I just do anything that's cool with technology. I don't like to kind of like pigeonhole myself into like, oh, this this, or that. It's just like if I see something cool, I'm gonna do a video on it. If this has something to do with technology. So yeah, youtube.com slash Austin Evans. Great,
1: my name is Marquez. It's youtube.com slash MKBHD. And I do a lot of mobile videos. So I talk about phones a lot, phone technology, but then I branch off into other cool stuff that phones remind me of. I say anything with an on-button is game, but uh, <laughs> headphones. Great slogan, by the way. Yeah, monitors, TVs, cameras, whatever it is. If it's cool, I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah.
3: They summed it up, youtube.com slash TLD uh, tech, but at the same time, I try to make it not so serious. I mean, we're all human, we have the fun. Hat
2: shows that you don't take it very seriously. No, bro. we <laughs> like
3: tech, we like to have fun, so um, that's it, yeah.
0: Cool. And uh, if you didn't know, we are youtube.com slash The Verge. And you can find us on AdVerge on Twitter, a whole bunch of other places. Hey, guys, this has been great. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Sweet.